Blog Talk Radio. Tune in to the hottest sports talk show on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us weekdays at 7 p.m. Stories about players and coaches of all levels. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. We are live this evening, and we're talking with moms, and especially Tracy Ford. We'll get her in here in just a moment. Um, I want to talk about her son, um, who was an undrafted free agent and signed with the New York Giants, um, Bryce Ford Wheaton. We'll get her in again in just a moment. But I do want to give a condolences, a shout-out, um, a sentiment of love sent to David Riley. Um, he lost his mom. Um, this week, and the services will be this upcoming um, Thursday. Um, condolences to him and the entire family. Susan Josephine Riley-Joyce, um, um, she, she um, got her wings on Thursday morning, and we just want to say um, condolences to, to Duck Riley and let him know that we're praying for him. He has been my co-host now for six or seven years, and it's been the highlight of my life to work with the legend and to co-host with him. So I want to say that to him. I want to get in Ms. Ford here. Ms. Ford, how are you? I'm fine. Can can you hear me okay? I hear you just fine. I hear okay. you just fine. Okay, thank you for being on. Well, thank you. This is an honor. It, it's an honor for me, too, just to get to know you and, and talk about the process. I've been watching football for a long time, but to um, actually get to talk to someone who's seen the process from a parent's perspective, especially a mom, is neat for me. If you can, I am Princess Cooper, but I want you to tell the listeners, Tracy Ford, about just your journey, a little bit about you, and then we're going to get into the journey of Bryce through college and now entering into the pros. Well, sure. Um, well, I guess a lot of people would consider us a, a, uh, a Bryce that comes from a football family. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, from West Virginia, and um, uh, now in uh, North Carolina in the Raleigh area. Uh, I guess you could say, well, Bryce um, attended West Virginia University, where um, quite a few of us, uh, myself, um, a brother, father, I even have a, another son right now, all um, West Virginia University. Um, we're all graduates there. So, wow. you know, that's, that's our journey. So, yeah, it's been about football quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I was talking to Duck, you know, of course, who's a West Virginia grad, and, and I look and hear Bryce play wide receiver for West Virginia. You graduated from there. So when he was in the recruiting process, Tracy, was it um, West Virginia and everybody else, or, you know, or was it just kind of understood if if he got an offer, that's where he was headed, e- even though he was right there in the state of North Carolina. Well, I I tell you how, how it came about. Um, you know, uh, m- my father had worked at, in the athletic department, and so Bryce, along with my oldest son uh, Julian, they they grew up running the stadium, you know, and just <laughs> with, with the players and so on. So at the time, um, that, that's what they were used to. They would spend summers up there with Grandma and Grandpa and, and, and do their thing at WU, run the Coliseum, hold it. But uh, when it came time for the recruitment process, um, you know, 
in all honesty, I, as as mom, I wanted him to stay in the states. So mm-hmm. I was hoping, I was hoping for a uh, UNC Chapel Hill, NC State, you know, um, on those lines. Uh, I was I was really hoping to keep him within the state. And so that whole process was going uh, very well. Um, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Florida, Florida, Missouri, Washington. I mean, there were Virginia Tech. There were teams um, that were coming our way, and and it wasn't until uh, I I took him to a, um, a combine. I think it was a Nike combine, and it just so happened that uh, West Virginia's um, at the time Dana Hogs and his son was also um, participating, and uh, got a glimpse of Rice. And before I knew it, they came a calling. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and when West Virginia came, it was that was it. There were there there was no other no other teams, and and wow. that was his dream school. That was his dream school. So what can you say? At that time, uh, my parents had had left West Virginia, and and I, and I looked at it like, okay, well, I guess for the next four or five years, we'll be traveling our back way up there for all those games. Yeah, That's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Now explain to me the difference in weather from North Carolina to West Virginia. It's got to be colder. In West Virginia, did he adjust to that pretty oh, good? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> he, yes, he did adjust. Um, it, it, you know, moving from uh, West Virginia to North Carolina, it, it made me soft. You know, I got to mm-hmm. the point where you know, <laughs> going to his games, like I'm not sure I want to take that trip uh, in November. You know, because the, the weather can change a lot, a lot in the mountains. But anyhow, um, yeah, it was he, – he got used to the cold. In fact, he – you know, he it, it wasn't a factor for him. It was more of a factor for me. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, let's go back a little fans. further yeah. and discuss the pandemic and how that affected him because he um, was honorable mention all 12, Big 12 um, in 2020 – well, in, in 2021 and 2022. But talk about just the pandemic – were they on campus? You know, did he come home for a little bit? How how did that affect him and you being the mom of a student athlete? Well, it was it was a uh, oh it was a strange process. Um, you know, the pandemic and the fact that uh, they they changed coaches. You know, in, during that whole process, um, there was yep. a lot going on. It was a lot mm-hmm. of. It was a lot of climbing, and, and as as they were saying, and trying to uh, get some consistency. But um, you know, it, it was one of those where I think when COVID hit, uh, they, they continued to have their games, I guess, and and uh, it was only available for I guess families. I guess is the ones they allowed us to to come in and, and watch the games, which was really strange because being in Mountaineer Stadium and not having, you know, a full fans you know, experience is, is, is really odd. Um, but it was all these rules, regulations, they were doing, a, a, I guess, an excellent job trying to, you know, the athletes uh, safe. Um, mm-hmm. Bryce, did, Bryce did have COVID uh, and, or anybody you associate, like roommates, somebody comes mm-hmm. in, you know, it was, it was a lot of isol- you know, isolation of that. So it was uh, lots of that. He, about two or three times that he had to. Be separated, wow. not participate in one game. Yeah, it was it was a tough process. This whole college experience was it was a long process of um, a lot of changes. Yeah, and it was not just an uncertainty for for them, but us as parents. You know, 
um, the unknown, the unexpected, or even if you expect it, what do you do? How do you treat it? And, and it, you watch the news, how you handle this vary from station to station and day to day. Mm-hmm. So the unknown was, was, was definitely tough. there. It was tough. Yeah, it was, it tough. was tough. But I could say that the football staff there, um, they did an excellent job keeping parents uh, informed whether it was just around COVID or just mm-hmm. game details and so on. I think in the, in, in the past, at least going back to when I remember when, when my brother was playing, you know, the, the communication wasn't as, as efficient as, as it is now where you have yeah. parent meetings where they give you, this is, you know, give you an opportunity to ask those questions. So normally you're trying to go through your, your son and you know mm-hmm. how that can be. You're not going to get all the information. You're you're asking about 21 different questions, and and they might only know about two. So it was really good to have that connection with the staff um, that they would try to make sure that we were informed of, on on a lot of things in regards to our kids. Before we move on to the combine, what advice, if any, would you give parents that are going through the recruiting process, whether it was COVID or not? Um, what did you learn? Um, in that process with Bryce, you know, even though once that offer came from West Virginia, it was it was all done. Did you go on any official visits? Any any advice you can give the parents? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, what I have learned is that this process, that whole recruitment process, change changes a lot. Um, yeah. And and as a parent, you're not fully informed. I think that um, we might think old school where. Um, they come to you, you know. They come mm-hmm. to your, they come to you. They come to the parents. They and it, and I was really surprised by the time it was Bryce's recruitment process because my oldest son also uh, played football. Um, he was at, at Penn Charlotte, but at this at this, at this process, it was very um, uh, you learn as you go type thing, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't know about recruitment. You don't know. You wish there was a manual out there that was telling you, hey, you have to take your kids to all these combines and these camps and you, just to help them get seen. Um, you know, and if you don't know that as a parent, it, it, can, be, it can be difficult. Um, so that whole process with, with um, the that, uh, coaches that go to schools, they don't come to necessarily to the parents. Like yeah. I remember, you would come to the home. So it was mostly your coach. So you have to have a really good relationship with your, your son's high school coach. As mm-hmm. well as know, as well as know where to take your kids for these camps. And uh, in this process, for, for this, Bryce was very good about. Um, I guess he, he he spoke to people. He found out what was happening in the area. So it mm-hmm. was like, mom, you know, I need you to take me here, and mom, I need to take it. And and that's what we end up doing. Wow. So you don't have anybody wow. hold your hand. You know, you you really be helpful if you're somebody that said, hey, this is a manual. This is all that you need to know. And uh, and I thought that oh there would be all these visits and so on and <laughs> even that process even that process is a little different. Yeah, all the visits yeah. I think kind of went out the window with technology. Huddle came about so they yeah. could watch and film there, and then there's right. social media and they could actually text them or inbox mm-hmm. them and you know mm-hmm. um, the lives here versus the dead period. So that had a lot to do with it. It did change. For sure. Um, And even now, Mm -hmm. though, that recruiting process is so fluid. What is good Mm -hmm. for 2022 is probably not good for 2023 because now you can get an unlimited Mm -hmm. official visit. Um, So that Mm -hmm. just came about. So let's move on to Mm -hmm. the combine and tell me 
um, Bright's expectations? Did he think he was going to get an invite? Um, was you know how did that go? And what conversation did you have with him? Well, uh, Bryce has always has been very focused about the path that he wanted to take, and mm-hmm. so uh, he knew that that nobody else nobody else could do this for him except except for him. He he put the he put the work in, and so um, yeah, when it came time for a combine invite. You know, you were hoping, but you just never know. And, that, and that's one thing I learned about, another thing that I learned, you just, you just don't know. It's unexpected. Um, hmm. You know, you, you, you think you're going to be drafted, but then you're not drafted, right? And you think that you're going to have, you know, um, uh, all these offers and you don't have it. it, it it's just one of those situations where it's definitely kind of trial and error type thing. But he was hoping for the best. Um, he was working hard. He knew, he, you know, wanted to make sure we had some options. Um, and so when the invite came, of course, you know, he was thrilled. We were hoping, and, and this is one of the things that worked out best for us. Now, he did know going there that, um, that you know, he's, he's, he's not getting as much, as much attention as some of the mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. And so that was, okay, that was okay with him. That was okay with me. You know, so I'm thinking like, okay, well, good. It gives you room. You can focus more, be prepared, and and I and I'm always giving him his little pet talk. Saying, you know, you go in here and do what you need to do. You know, listen to him. <laughs> and he has said, you know, they're sleeping on me, mom. And I said, you know, that's totally okay because they're gonna they're gonna wake up and they're gonna see. So it it worked out worked out fine. He he did what he set out to do. Yeah, I mm-hmm. am notorious for watching the combine, and I remember Bryce, and I remember <laughs> when he ran a sub four four. They stopped sleeping on him, and yep. you know, and I, I re- remember that. Did he call you that night? Did you go with him, or did he call you and say, "Hey, this is the feedback I'm getting. I did it." What did he? Say? As mom, you know, of course, I was I was uh, back here watching on TV just like everybody else, and um, I, and I had confidence. I knew he was going to because he had been training. He had had been training quite a bit in in Florida um, prior to this, and so I I. I knew what he could do. I, it was just a matter of showing showing everybody else what he could do, and he and like I, said, I was very proud of him. So so he called and told me about what the experience was and how it was. Um, I didn't go I, I didn't go with him to that, but I did go to you know the All Star game, and so I got to be able to participate you know uh, in at uh, in Las Vegas Las Vegas for that. So you know uh, my son calls me, and he and he tries to keep me in. in, in involved in the loop about, you know, all that, that's happening and what's, and what's going on. And you, and it's strange when, when they do well, your phones start ringing and, the, and, the, and you start getting more stuff in the mail and, and, you know, and people, whether, you know, agents and financial advisors and all these different people there start kind of coming to you <laughs> when they talk to you. So, so it, it, you know, the proof is in the pudding type thing. Wow. There you go. The more success you have, the more mm-hmm. calls you're going to get. And before we go any further, what was that like picking an agent? Um, you know, I, I took Bryce's lead. And it's so funny that with the movie that just came out, uh, Air, with Michael Jordan, I, I could totally relate to, to, uh, <laughs> yes. to that movie. Um, because uh, the message I got from there is that moms have a huge role. And, um, you know, I would listen, hear what they have to say. Uh, Bryce has a good support team around him. Um, in addition to, you know, my parents, uh, his his uncle, um, 
you know, there, there's uh, his siblings and so on. There's a good team of people around, and it is just not, you know, myself hearing hearing what uh, these proposals are. It's, it's a team of us, and uh, you know, we we speak to Bryce and we we confer, and he takes he he takes in consideration, and but uh, primarily, you know, his it's it's his choice. Uh, I, I just take the role of trying to trying to advise, you know, and wow. and, and and keep it real, keep him grounded. Yeah. You know, when he there comes home, go. when he comes home, he still has to cut the grass and and, and you know <laughs> take the trash out. You know, it's, that's my job, keep him grounded. Now, Tracy, throughout the years, have you learned more about football through Bryce, or was it already there because it was part of your legacy too, with so many in the family going through West Virginia and through football? Oh no, not through him. I mean, <laughs> I'll to say that 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 would be uh, growing up in the family that I have, and and um, you know uh, even Dutch was it was a part of that too. I mean, mm-hmm. all my life he's been around that uh, that I know him that that well. But uh, no, that was through the family. And when you attended uh, all the West Virginia games, basketball, I mean, what have you? That's that's what we did in Morgantown, where where. Yeah. University is where I was raised, so that's so that no. But I did learn other things through through Bryce, more about how what the process is, and um, that's you know fan base. I mean, the social media just changes mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, the good, bad, and the ugly of all of that. And that's yeah. probably, if I had to say, what the hardest part is. That is probably the hardest part because you know, as a mother, you're protective of your children, and and um, no matter how old he is or or how many touchdowns or, or fumbles or whatever else, you, you're there to protect and support your child. And, you know, uh, people don't realize, too, that these young men come in at 18. They're, they're, they're young. They're kids. And yeah. I think that's the hardest part that I learned was, you know, uh, with, with, the praise, with the praise and the cheering, there's some ugliness to it. Yeah. And there always mm-hmm. will be because they're in the spotlight. Um, and there will be success and failures, and that plays out sometimes um, in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy, hold on right mm-hmm. there. I want to welcome in my sure. co-host, Tim Moore. Tim Moore, how are you? I'm doing well, Princess. How are you tonight? I'm sorry I'm a few minutes late getting on. I uh, got called into an emergency uh, Zoom meeting at the last um, uh, few hours here today. Thank you. Thank you for explaining that, but we understand. Um, Tracy Ford, this is my co-host, Tim Moore. You guys go ahead and say hi, hello Tim. to each other. Hi, hi, hi Tracy. Uh-huh. How you doing? <laughs> I'm fine. Thanks for having me on the show. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Tim, I'm going to ask her about the combine, or not the combine, but mm-hmm. expectations for the draft. We've kind of gone through, you know, everything and talked about his decisions to commit to West Virginia, which I did not know Tim and Duck Riley until I started looking at this a couple of <laughs> days ago. That right. We had another mountaineer, um, and I didn't know that she went to to, to West Virginia. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Her her husband, I think, was a, was a big star at West Virginia, Gary Ford, correct? Um, my, my uncle. Your uncle, okay, all yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, wait, player. I'm sorry, Bryce, Bryce's uncle is, is uh, Garrett Ford Jr., and my father is Garrett Ford Sr. And they both yeah. went to West Virginia. Yes, and played, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. So we talked mm-hmm. about the combine, Tim and Tracy, so I want to ask you about the draft, and then I'll, I'll bring Tim and let him ask some questions. What was the expectation 
Was he expected to be drafted? And what was their um, their thought? Was he going to go in the second, mm-hmm. third, fourth round? Talk to me about that. Well, uh, after the combine and, and now having performed well, um, you know there was a series of uh, what was it pro pro day back at the back at the mm-hmm. school and and then he had uh, interviews. Um, he was doing interviews, I guess through Zoom and in person since. Um, from the time of the All-Star game all the way through to that point. Um, went to go visit a couple teams. So that process, uh, I guess, you know, long draining process, but speaking to all those teams, um, you know, you kind of, you don't know where you stand. You're trying to get a vibe of, of what's going to happen. And you hear the horror stories and you hear the success stories. So we went in there, of course, with the hopes of getting drafted. Um, you just don't, we just, didn't know, didn't expect. So we had a small family family gathering um, in in Charlotte, where we mm-hmm. just kind of waited and to see what was going to happen. Uh, as like again, like I mentioned before, as mother, I I presented like you know, let's be prepared for whatever happens, and mm-hmm. and, and that's what we did. That's what we did. We were prepared. We had the uh, like I said, close family and friends. Um, that we're hanging out, we just made it a really nice cookout kind of thing, and we enjoyed ourselves, had a good time, um, you know, watching the draft. It was disappointing um, that he wasn't uh, called, but at the end, uh, I, we looked at it. Bryce has a very positive outlook and attitude on things. That uh, it was a blessing in disguise. So, hmm. you know, I, as as we look at it, there's more than one way to get there. And, yeah. um, and 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 that's and that's what he's doing. I yeah. never seen my son work so hard at something before. I thought so you do are more studying than I saw you do in high school, and you know we just laugh. <laughs> um, but it's a little a little different now. He's, he's very much invested, and, and so you know we're just taking it day by day. Okay, um, Tim. More mm-hmm. questions before we start talking about the Giants and where he is now. Uh, what questions do you have for us? Yeah, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about the the lineage, and I hope I'm not um, not rehashing something that's been discussed before. I was able to get on, but um, coming from you know uh, you know a uh, family line, you mentioned uh, Garrett Garrett Ford Sr., uh, who was the first African American assistant coach in uh, in school history there at West Virginia University, and he played for the Denver Broncos for a couple of seasons, and then Garrett Ford Jr., uh, who was on the national championship uh, game. Uh, team that West Virginia had when they played Notre Dame in the uh, Fiesta Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from that legacy, uh, how much did that benefit uh, your son's preparation, uh, getting ready for um, the um, the draft and now for camp, in terms of his mental outlook on things? Well, first of all, let me say this, Tim, that you know the the, the uncle. And, you know, the grandfather legacy part is nice. But Bryce received all his athletic talent from his mother. So I just <laughs> want to put that out there for right now. You know, so. You know, I mean, I could be truthful. I could play the role on here. Or I could just be factual. Like, I, you know, I, for the last five years, that's all we heard. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to let y'all skip me. It, it came from me. And that's what I tell him, that he's welcome. You, you are, I tell him, you're very welcome. But anyhow, you know, um, like I mentioned, uh, growing up, uh, 
Bryce and my other son, Julian, they, they ran the stadium and they ran the Coliseum and so on. So they had the influence um, of not just the, the West Virginia program, but, of course, uh, my father and, and, uh, and uh, you know, my, my brother. So growing up is, is the outlook and everything he has is, is something that was just ingrained in him and taught to him as he was growing up. So that that's where all that that came from. Um, you know, don't take, we don't take anything for granted. We know it's all about hard work. We know that this is a cold business. It's here today, could be gone tomorrow. So it's just very more important that he has something else to fall back on. And and sports was a privilege in our family growing up. And and that's how I looked at it when I was raising um, my kids. And so. Uh, it's just what more important was was about the books, athletic, and that's what Bryce um, and my son Julian and I, and I must mention my daughter too. She always hears about the brothers, and I never did mention mom, but yeah, I have a, uh, the youngest, my daughter Taryn. That's what they heard about. You know, athletics was a bonus. Athletics was something that they they got to do if they earned that privilege. They had to earn that privilege. So it was all about academics and the books. So that's what they heard. The importance of that. All of this is nice. This is a great journey so far, but I, I let Bryce know that when the day comes that it is over, then, you know, you, you get to the real world, and <laughs> what I call, and, you know, you, you need to fall back on your degree. Bryce has already has his bachelor's degree that he earned in, about, what, three, first three and a half years uh, at WVU, and he has already started taking his master classes and, and promised his grandmother that he will go back and, you know, and he will finish. So that's what our focus is, is that, and I always tell him, football is, doesn't make you, you, it's the reverse. So mm-hmm. take it for now. We take one day at a time, and we'll see where it takes us. I, I mentioned that because I think it's a tremendous, what you just talked about, I think it's a tremendous value to a young man who has tremendous athletic talent, obviously, but, um, is embarking on uh, a professional sports career that, as you mentioned, can sometimes be quite volatile and, 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 mm-hmm. and quite honestly, uh, sort of cutthroat uh, at times. Mm-hmm. And when you've got that kind of perspective coming from home, preparing him mentally to, to, uh, to go on this journey and understanding that that's not all there is in life, um, I think mm-hmm. it's a tremendous advantage because there are a lot of kids uh, who – put all of their energy and focus on being a professional athlete and Mm -hmm. never really prepare themselves for anything beyond that. And uh, uh, I had a good friend uh, who who had that situation. And when he got cut by the Dallas Cowboys on the last cut, uh, he was a, he was an honorable mention all American at a major college. Um, When he got cut, uh, he never quite recovered from it. Um, And uh, I think the perspective that you just talked about, that you were able to impart into your son uh, from that experience, I think is a very valuable pe- thing for people to hear. Mm-hmm. And, and not, only, not only that, you know, he was nice because of, of my brother and, and my, um, my father, Bryce is able to draw from their experiences as well. And that has been probably a tremendous uh, help in having that set in the family mentorship um, that, that can help them because, you know, uh, my parents, uh, at the time that my father was playing um, for Denver, my, my parents were married. So, 
you know, they remember exactly what it was like when football was over and, and, and what right. you go through. And so they were able to lend that type of advice to him. Fantastic. Uh, Princess? Mm-hmm. So, Tracy, now I want to come up to um, we're at the last day and he was not drafted. Tell me mm-hmm. about how the family felt and how he felt, and then tell me how quickly we moved into, okay, the New York Giants are um, are interested. Well, uh, you know, it, as, as a parent, it's always hard to feel, um, to see disappointment on your child's face. And so yeah. there was some disappointment there. You know, that, that I, I guess, is normal. You, I imagine every uh, young man who has the possibility of going to draft wants to hear their name called. Um, and, and it's one of those mysteries that we, we can't, we'll probably never know of or understand why he didn't. But quickly with the, the crowd, that, the small crowd that was there, of family and friends, it was like, you know, we know this was a possibility. Nothing was taken for granted. You move on to the next option. And so by the time um, he started getting towards the, towards the end of the round, six, seven, phone is starting to blow up. You know, there, there's, there's coaches and, and, and teams that are, are already starting to try to have conversations. So, um, so by the time that the, um, it ended, Bryce pretty much already knew that he was going to be with the Giants. Um, he he felt a strong connection when he went to visit, and um, and I think that's probably what um, what led him there compared to some of the other teams, the Steelers, so on. But he felt a more of a connection there, and he said, "Mom, this this feels right. This is where I want to be." Um, and so immediately, as soon as the draft was over, uh, we celebrated, just like some you know a lot of the others. We celebrated, had a good time, and then he started uh, getting his things together and, and prepare the next day prepare for what, what was going to come next. Tracy, uh, was part of okay. his calculus, because you mentioned that several teams called, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, during, during that process and were interested in, in Bryce, uh, and, and I can understand that because he had a tremendous game on national television this year against Pitt. Um, and uh, where, where the whole nation was watching, and um, and then and then had a very productive season. But um, was the was the calculus to go to the Giants as opposed to other teams um, in any way influenced by the fact that at the wide receiver position the Giants are looking to retool? They're not satisfied with what they have, and there's opportunity there, whereas other teams may have uh, an abundance of wide receiver talent there. Well, I, I can't speak directly to, to how it came about, but uh, and knowing my son, he, he would, if he felt a connection uh, to the Giants, it was probably because he felt that there was uh, a real good opportunity there for him to, yes. you know, to be developed and grow and that there would be possibly a spot, you know, that would there, more opportunity, and more, more opportunity there than anywhere else. So that's mm-hmm. where, that's probably how he probably, you know, looked at it. Um, yeah, that's so. good because I, you know, when it, when I when I heard Princess mention that it was the Giants, I was thinking, wow, that's an excellent place for a wide receiver because they're, they're, uh-huh. they 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 that's a position that they've really been trying to retool uh, for the last mm-hmm. couple of years now. From what I understood as well. So yes, that's he sounds so far so good, and uh, you know, I I 
you know, he, I'll get a couple text messages here and there, and he's letting me know how things are going. So he seems to be very pleased and happy with how things are going going there. I'm sorry, Princess. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's along the same lines that in, in Tracy, because I was reading some of the media um, articles, and they were saying that the Giants put their money where their mouth is as far as Bryce is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they have given him, you know, in signing bonus and everything else, they are looking – to replace mm-hmm. some of those wide receivers, and they think, really think he will make the 53-man roster, which is just excellent news for sure. Uh-huh. Yes, that's what, um, you know we're we're hoping. Like I said, take yeah. day by day by day and see what happens. But that's so. How uh, long, yeah, we're, we're really thrilled. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. How long was no, it no. Um, after he? Um, when did he leave? Was it the next day to the Giants, or how long did he have before he had to report to the team? So let me see. That was a Saturday. I want to say it wasn't. I th- I I believe that he left like less than a week. It was like that following Wednesday or Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. He flew up there. That he flew up there. They had like a, a mini camp, I guess you could say, for mm-hmm. uh, rookies. He was there for about a week. Came home, um, which was was great because that was uh, Mother's Day weekend, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, got got some time to you know, cut my grass and do some mulching in my yard a little bit, and, <laughs> and um, then on Mother's Day, I, I I took him to you know the Raleigh airport, and and he and that's where he's been since. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. So, can I ask, do they provide possibilities for housing, or do, do they give them? You know, how does that work, especially in um, you know uh, New York? Mm-hmm. Uh, where housing is, well, right, is an issue right away. Well, right now um, he's he's living out of a hotel, and and I guess that's what's expected for now um, until he he knows something. I mean, I I told him it probably wouldn't make a lot of sense to get into a lease of some sort until you know for sure that mm-hmm. uh, you know you're, you're on the team in Rosa. So that that's probably where it will go at this point. Um, a lot of them. Um, are, are in the hotels, you know, studio mm-hmm. house, with hotels, and and getting more familiar with um, the area as well as the program. I know he just mentioned to me about how they went to um, uh, New York and they and they're, you know, uh, taking time to to tell them about the history and and uh, areas where to go, how to how to take the train, you know, those those mm-hmm. type of things. Uh, a nice orientation for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my that was my thinking when you while you were talking about this, and I, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. um, you know, Morgantown, West Virginia, to New York City, uh, quite a mm-hmm. quite a change in culture there. Has there been much mm-hmm. conversation about that change? And because I, I've always heard other other athletes talk about how much different it is playing in New York than any other city in the league. Um, you know, mm-hmm. not only from the media standpoint. Uh, which is much more intense there than it is anywhere else, but also uh, just the atmosphere of being in the nation's largest and most populous city uh, for a young man of uh, of 21, 22, 23 years old. Uh-huh. Has there been much conversation well, about that, about the just being in not, that environment and how to handle the city? Well, not a whole lot. I mean, I know it's a it's a definitely a, a culture a cultural change for him. Um, you know, he he is a uh, you know a, a, a southern boy. So now he's in the, up there in the north. Um, I, I think he's doesn't sound like he's overwhelmed. I think he's embracing it all. The excitement of all the tall buildings and the fast pace and and 
he's just discovering it on his own where with with the giants program advising them that this is you know this is where you want to when it's time to start picking out a place to live this is the areas that you might want to look into closer to the stadium you know you might not need a you, you don't need to buy a car just yet because you know it's when you have other transportation, that that would probably be easier than having your car sit there all the time and not being mm-hmm. used. I mean, so he's getting that type of uh, advice, and and uh, and I and I think he's taking it in, taking it in well, because being Raleigh, Charlotte area, you know, those cities, and and being in West Virginia, I know he went to Pittsburgh quite a bit, um, but this is this is a lot different, and he mm-hmm. seems to truly be enjoying it. Wow, wow. So tell me, what are your friends and family saying? Because now you are the mom of an NFL player mm-hmm. um, at this time. Um, how much has that conversation changed? Have people called to congratulate you? And, and what's the conversation like? Well, in our family, we we take it, we're taking it in. And it's just like, okay, Bryce, this is what Bryce is doing, and that's nice. We don't spend a whole lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, you know, this is I. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, you know, it's just okay. This is what Bryce is doing. You know, it, let's just hope he, you know, he 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 able to reach his goal, and and we're there to support him. So we don't spend a whole lot of time talking about it. I mean, when I hear from him, he'll he'll give me little updates. But other than that, you know, like I said, there's other things about Bryce that I'm thinking that we'll talk about than, than, it's just, than just football. Um, but mm-hmm. family and friends seem to be excited. And, of course, you get in a situation people you haven't heard from for years. Um, yeah. And they, and then, yeah. All uh, of a sudden, cousins and then, you didn't know about, huh? Yeah, yes, 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 exactly. And, and you, you, you have friends that you, you love hearing from, you haven't seen or heard from in, in a while. So if anything – Bryce's journey has really reconnected us with a lot of people <laughs> that we hadn't heard from in a long time. Uh, it's amazing places I'll go. I'll be at work in meetings, and people say, hey, I'm following your son. I'm thinking, well, okay, that's, that's interesting. Didn't realize it. So I think as a family, we, we, we kind of like, like kind of like sleeping go- I'm slipping under the radar of things, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. but now it's like there's no hiding; it's all out there. Everything is out there. Um, yeah. But yeah, but we just laugh at it. Like I said, you got people you haven't heard from. They're reaching out to you. I have, I have neighbors. I had a neighbor. <laughs> my neighbor mentioned to me. He said, "Yeah, I was telling some of the other neighbors, you know, about you know about your son Bryce." And everyone's like, "Wow, we got an NFL player in 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 the neighborhood." And I'm just like, "Oh, wow." And the next thing they're asking me, so uh, are you moving there? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that question, that, that question has come up a lot. I'm thinking, why would they think I'd be ready to move? Like, no, my home is here. I don't, I can't trust that process. Like I said, it's here today. It could be gone tomorrow. What would it look like moving, packing up and moving after my son? So, so no, this is home base right here. And, and that's what, and that's what Bryce knows as well as my other kids at home. This is where I, where we are. And this is what they'll come back to when need to. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, Tim, anything else? Um, no, not, nothing that, nothing that ju- just jumps out at me. I'm just, I'm just really enjoying the conversation and, and just um, really listening to how even keeled uh, Tracy's uh, um, uh, perspective is on right. this, uh, this change of, of life for, for her son. Um, because, 
what you do here, as, as you were uh, talking, Princess, of a lot of parents who will just take up, you know, roots and, and move uh, to wherever mm-hmm. their son is, um, yeah. sort of willy-nilly in a situation like this. And it's good that she's she's grounded and, and understands, that, you know, that, that uh, research triangle area is actually a pretty nice area to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, even if you have been in, in New York City and other larger cities. Uh, so uh, it's good to, mm-hmm. good to hear that perspective from a parent because that kind of thing I'm sure will influence the way that he responds uh, to this whole experience. Yeah, yeah. Tracy, I want to understand right. the relationship with, with you and, and Bryce's agent. Does he communicate with you or does he just really just communicate with Bryce and then you get the feedback from Bryce? Both. Both. Um, okay. He he um, he's represented by uh, sports stars, and so uh, a really great relationship. They will, um, you know, explain to me what the process is like for the draft. I want to make sure I understand um, how it works, um, the the free agency, and 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 what the next steps would be. Bryce, they're really good about that. Um, Bryce, it, it, and actually, it helps with Bryce, so Bryce can keep focused and doing what he needs to be doing, uh, the questions that mom will have might be too many. <laughs> so so it's easier just to yeah. to connect to his agent and ask him, okay, explain to me this and this and this, because, you know, I, I, I have my son's back, and I want to make sure I understand this whole process. But when he's, when he's talking and he's explaining to, to me, and, and sometimes sons leave stuff out, I just it's just helpful to me to so I could be on the same page and support him the best way I can if I have also a relationship with with his agent. So it seems to work out well so far. Very good, very good, well, very good. We'll continue success. We'll be watching him throughout the summer because there'll be man, mandatory camps and all and on, and then of course preseason. Um, it, it seems mm-hmm. to go by pretty fast once Memorial Day hits and go, goes by. So congratulations, Tracy, for raising just a, a, a good, you know, productive citizen in this world, and, and, and he seems to have his head on straight. Oh, well, you know, thank you. And uh, like I said, it's, it's just not my work. It's, it's been great to have, you know, a nice, close family and friends um, that all have, have taken an interest in, in what Bryce is, is doing as well as, as, as my other kids. So I'm very thankful to that. And like I said, we'll see you know, if this is God's plan, we'll see what happens. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's where to leave it. All right. Well, we thank you for taking the time to be with us and, 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 and having this, you know, moment with us and, and explaining the journey. It's been awesome. Give our love to Bryce and tell him we're rooting for him and we're rooting for you all, okay? I appreciate it, and thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Some more? It's- thank you. Well, this, mm-hmm. this has been enjoyable, um, and thank you again for being with us. Thank you. All right. Have a great evening. Uh-huh. You too. Never yeah, had it so good. We'll be, yeah. All right. Bye bye. Never had it so bye-bye. good. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. Um, with another show. We'll talk basketball tomorrow night, and I'm gonna let Tim run all of it because my Lakers are down three <laughs> zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's pretty shocking. Pretty shocking. Um, so and, we'll the heater, heater, and the heater, heater, and the heater up three zero again. Uh, very surprising. Very surprising. Yeah. But Two most we'll storied right programs in, uh, in in professional exactly. basketball on the ropes. You know what? And I really thought this was going to be a Lakers-Celtic, um, you know, renewal of that whole rivalry. 
you know, a la Magic in, in Larry Bird, and, and that's not looking – I don't think they're going to come back from a 3-0 deficit. As you said, Tim, you said to me, I, didn't, I knew Denver was good, but I didn't know they were this good. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. They they exactly. may be they may be of course they they've had the best record all season but they may be the class of the league. That's right. But they and then they've shown it all season so um we shouldn't be surprised now. We'll see you tomorrow night some more at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Never had it so good. We'll see you then. Okay. 